hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Matrix to Magic. So this is a podcast that I was kind of thinking about for a little while on making. However, I was going back and forth about how I wanted to do it, what I wanted to talk about, and finally the name Matrix to Magic came to mind, and I was like, you know what? Just go with it, go with the name, and then figure it out as you go. So that's what we're doing. But I want to talk about spirituality. I want to talk about the law of attraction, the universe, aliens, um, magic in the universe, and magic in the world that you're not used to hearing about in your everyday life. And so the reason I wanted to make this podcast is to kind of open your mind a little bit more, maybe expand your mind into outside thinking, like outside of this 3D reality thinking that we're so used to and that we grow up learning about. And when you're growing up and as you go through life, you don't really, sorry if you can hear my dog in the background, (laughs) but as you go through life, you don't really have the opportunity to explore outside thinking. Like it may not even come up for most people. It probably doesn't even come up in their day-to-day lives. So that's why I kind of wanted to make this podcast is to kind of bring in outside ideas and topics outside of the everyday thinking. So I kind of want to open your mind a little bit and show you that there is so much more to life and to our universe and earth than we're just used to hearing about. So some of the topics that I'm going to talk about, like for aliens or even just the universe and law of attraction, it's not something that you're used to probably hearing in your everyday life, like you're not going to go to the grocery store and run into a topic about aliens or have a conversation about aliens. It's just not normal for our society. And I want to kind of bring a more down-to-earth approach, make it more approachable, make people more, not make people, but open up the idea to having people become more accustomed to talking about aliens and magic and so much more fun things because life is really is only strict and in the box as you make it. And that's the whole idea of what matrix to magic means. I know a lot of people probably have never heard the term matrix before besides the movie, The Matrix. I don't even know if there's more than one movie. I've never actually even seen the movie, The Matrix. But from my research and what I've been reading is that the movie, The Matrix, actually goes along with the actual definition of it. And so pretty much what the matrix is, it's a theory that suggests that we're kind of living in a simulation. And I think in the movie, they are living in a simulated world. I could be wrong. But in the simulation as a whole, in our simulation, not in the movies. So we're back to we're back to us now. But in our simulation, we've been kind of programmed to think and act and behave in certain ways. And it's kind of like just a societal norm. Like with societal norms, like an example could be you go to school, you go to college, or like you go to high school, you go to college, you get a job, you get married, and you have a kid, which is totally fine. Like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But that's kind of like the societal norm that we're programmed to go through life thinking that that's kind of like the best way to go about life. When really... The best way to go about life is whatever works for you. And if you're one of those people were never who you never felt comfortable, like college just isn't for me. You go through life, maybe college isn't right for you. 
So, but then you have people that you talk to and they're like, oh, you didn't go to school? Where did you go to college? Or how are you going to find a job without going to college? And it's kind of just like you feel like you're doing something wrong because you didn't want to, something didn't feel right with you. So that's kind of what I want to make this, or that's part of what this podcast is about. It's kind of like finding yourself and finding what resonates with you and totally going for it, not worrying about outside opinions and worrying about, oh my God, this isn't to societal standards or this isn't what my family did or this isn't what my friends are doing, so I must be doing something wrong. It's kind of a more get you to believe that whatever you feel is right for you and but whatever makes you happiest, you could be changing your career as many times as you need to, until you figure it out or even just what you believe in or your hobbies just whatever resonates with you the most and um, going with it, pretty much. Not letting outside influences influence you. <laughs> and I do kind of want to put a little disclaimer out there before I go any further. I'm going to be sharing my own experience with The Matrix in this episode and how I've been perceiving it. And if I do talk about anything that maybe you've done or said or thought or a plan, life plan that you went on. I'm not here to like offend you or say that your way of going about it is wrong. Um, and even like with the own definition of the matrix, there's so many different opinions on it and definitions on it. And there's some people who don't even believe in it at all, which is totally fine. But that's kind of like the cool thing, right? So like we have all of these perspectives and all of these opinions and we can pull on whatever opinion or the way we see it, whatever fits right with us and go with that until we find a new opinion that maybe works a little bit better for us. So I'm going to share my own opinion on it and how the matrix has played a part in my life. And don't take offense to anything that I say. It's kind of just I'm putting it out here to maybe spark something in your mind or spark some type of conversation. So there's nothing wrong with your way of thinking is pretty much my disclaimer. <laughs> So part of another part of the podcast that I want to do or the point of it, I should say, is kind of like breaking out of the matrix, breaking out of this programming that we're so used to and doing our own type of programming or not even programming, just doing our own free thought. Um, so let me give an example of kind of what I'm talking about with programming in the matrix to maybe put it like into perspective for you a little bit better. So the biggest one that comes to my mind with matrix and programming, and I, I probably will use those two words interchangeably, uh, matrix and programming. So whatever comes out of my mouth, especially for this episode, just, I mean the same thing. So whether matrix or programming comes out, it's the same thing. So where was I? Oh, my experience. Okay, so tattoos is what I want to talk about, or that's the one that comes to my head the most. So with tattoos, like, I think when I was growing up, I was always kind of like not attracted to them, but I always thought they were cool. Um, and even like when I would see people with tattoos, regardless of how they dressed or whatever, like I never thought anything different of people with tattoos. Even now, like if you see me or if you see a picture of me, you'll see that I do have a fairly decent amount of tattoos. And when I got them, even my first one, it was on my neck. Well, like the back of my neck kind of. 
but I never really got them to hide them. Like when I would get a tattoo, like my, I wasn't getting it so I can hide it from the world. I was getting it because I liked it. I liked the placement, all this, like it just worked for me. When I go out in public or I talk to people and it's been people that maybe I know on a very personal level, people um, that don't know me at all, people that kind of know me, um, the first thing they, a lot of people have said to me is, how are you going to get a job? Or like, you'll never get a job with the flower on your arm. Or why would you get that right there? You could see that when you have a job. And it all is centered around having a job and fitting into society and fitting into this corporate mold kind of. So then the way I started not viewing, but like seeing other people as viewing my tattoos is like, okay, you did something outside of societal norm and you feel different now because of a personal preference or because of you put ink on your arm. And I was even in the grocery store one day and this old dude came up to me. I shouldn't say old dude. This dude who was older came up to me out of nowhere, someone I've never seen before in my life. And he comes up to me and he was, he goes, I would have never gotten that on my arm if I were you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> who are you, first of all? Second of all, what does my, whatever I have on your my arm bother you so much that you feel the need to come up to me and tell me that you never would have gotten this? So it's kind of like, why are you being mean to me? Because I have ink on my arm. But so, I mean, it kind of bothered me for a little bit. Then I was like, eh, whatever, you don't even know this dude. And for, even if you did know this dude, what does his opinion matter? It's permanent on your arm. What are you like? Why would you even consider getting rid of it because of an outside opinion? <laughs> so then I like I kind of started thinking and I was like, all right, what happened in society where like um, tattoos all of a sudden became evil or people are viewed as evil because they have tattoos, because way back in ancient times, tattoos were seen as, um, like in tribes and stuff, like they would get put, um, have tattoos and that was totally normal back then. So what changed from then to now? I mean, now it's kind of, I feel like getting a little bit better, um, on the spectrum. Like people aren't caring about them as much, even with jobs. I think they're becoming more acceptable. So they're becoming more socially acceptable, but for a little bit, like I remember when I first got some of my first tattoos back when I was 18, um, for a little bit, there was a lot of not drama surrounding them essentially, but kind of drama <laughs> um, where people were just more concerned about what society is going to think about them or re- what, um, how I'm going to get a job because outside opinions, I-, I don't know. I can, that's a whole tangent that I could go into. But then I was, anyways, it got me thinking, like, what happened with society where people are, people with tattoos are viewed as evil or people with tattoos are viewed as incompetent of a job, regardless if they, of their education, but if they have a flower on their arm, it makes them not okay for doing this professional job. And then I was, I think it was like, I don't know if it was something on the news, but pretty much the news or media could have been skewed to show criminals with tattoos or even if a person did a 
something bad, they would highlight, not highlight the tattoos, but make sure they're visible. Or it could have been even a parent or family's members growing up that didn't like them. So then it's getting programmed into the back of your mind, whether you consciously know it or not. This programming about tattoos is getting put in your mind where all of a sudden you have, not you specifically, but these people, anyone could have this view on tattoos or these opinions on tattoos and they don't even know where it came from. So that's kind of what programming is. It's your brain picks up different opinions, essentially. So um, not just tattoos, that was just my example, but your brain picks up these opinions from outside sources. Like it could be the news, it could be from songs, or it could be from just overhearing conversation. And then it gets stored into the back of your mind. But the more a specific topic is talked about, so say for tattoos, you see something on the news, so that gets put in your mind, or you hear, then you hear a conversation about tattoos, and that gets put in the back of your mind. So the more that you're feeding this thought, kind of, or you're not even consciously doing, the more this thought is getting fed in the back of your mind, the stronger it grows. And that could be with anything. I mean, like, it could be like a relationship. So like you think about a person, the more you think about them, the more you associate certain emotions with this person in your brain, it's getting subconsciously programmed. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe I like this person or maybe I want to be in a relationship with them. That's kind of how it works. Like the more this thought gets fed, it the, the bigger it grows. Yeah, tattoos were kind of like the first thing that came to my mind when talking about programming. But, um, and I do want to say again, like if you don't like tattoos, if you have had these thoughts before, if you've said something to someone with tattoos before, like don't take offense. Like that's, that's not what this is about. That's just kind of like my example. Um, like another example could be of a job. (coughs) And this is also kind of how it perceives or pertains, yeah, pertains to my life, like the corporate route of jobs. So like, I never had a desire to do corporate jobs um, or like a standard job where like I'm inside all day, like in an office that just never stood out to me. Even like I would apply for jobs like that and I wouldn't get them because when I'm applying my, I don't have any feeling or like, yeah, I really want this job. So I would never even get these jobs because I, in the back of my mind, I knew I didn't want to work there. So that was kind of like the law of attraction Like, I didn't really want it, so I didn't get it. But, like, with corporate jobs. So, like, have you ever, maybe this has happened to you, too. Like, you have, you know you want to help people. Like, you know you want to do something, but you don't have a desire to work for maybe, like, a corporation or work for a big company or other people. Like, maybe you want to be your own boss. And you kind of, like, so you have this passion. Maybe it's even, like, a side passion, Maybe if you're making money off of it, it's your job. So you feel so good about it, doing whatever you're doing. And then you come back kind of into like this 3D reality. You're talking to someone and they, you could tell like maybe if they ask what you do and you tell them or they ask what you like to do for fun and you tell them. And maybe even if they don't externally say it, may like you could see it maybe in like their facial expression or maybe they do say something and it kind of like, makes you feel like less of a person then or it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong because of the reaction to what you do. And maybe they don't even 
consciously know they're giving you this reaction. Like maybe it's just their initial thought that comes to mind. And then maybe they realize that like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. And then they'll say something else. But like you still, you get that intuition. Like, you know, like, okay, what I do doesn't, this person doesn't agree with. So then, then maybe like, maybe it doesn't affect you at all. But some people, maybe it does really affect them. Like maybe they really care about the opinion of this person that they tell, or maybe it's someone they look up to or respect. And then they feel like, like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't like have this job that people think is weird, or maybe my job is too weird for it to actually work. And then they kind of like, maybe they fall into it where they completely give up this passion, this hobby, this job, whatever it is. And then they go back into like, maybe they apply for a corporate job or whatever, a job that they don't end up being happy at then. But they went from doing something, being totally happy to not being happy. And another experience with this, um, or just another example that keeps popping into my head, is waking up early. Okay, so this is kind of where social programming ties in. (laughs) Or I should say like social media programming. So if you Google or if you YouTube or Pinterest, whatever, how to have a good day, a lot of the times something's going to come up, wake up early. And there's even... Like when I watch like YouTube videos of like morning routines or whatever, all, all so not all, but a lot of people on there are saying, oh yeah, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I wake up at 6 a.m. every day and it's the best way to start the day. Um, and maybe there has been like research done to show that waking up at a certain time impacts your day the best. But from what I've been seeing, there has been nothing done or like no research done regarding that. So... Maybe you are a night person and you get your best work done at night. Or maybe like that's just you enjoy being up in the middle of the night when no one else is up. Like for whatever reason, like you got your own reasons, whatever. And so maybe you wake up at 9 a.m. Okay. So you wake up at 9 a.m. and then you go on Pinterest or you go on Instagram and see a post and it says like in order to have a good day, you need to wake up at this time and make your bed and start your day, have your coffee, whatever. So then you went from being in a totally good mood, being rested, to all of a sudden feeling like shit almost because you woke up that past 9 a.m., whatever. But that's that's social media programming where and a lot of the times when these people, anyone's posting something, that's their intention isn't to make you feel like shit, but it's all the way they don't fully think about maybe like the person on the receiving end because one person could see this post and get motivated by it, but then another person could see the same post and feel degraded. Is that the right word? I think so. Degraded because of it, because they woke up later. And I mean, and I'm not saying if you post stuff like that or like, you you don't have to fully think about it because no matter what you post, people are always going to receive, perceive. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with English today. People are going to receive it how they have the capacity to receive it. So it's not necessarily worrying about what you post, but that's kind of like social media programming. Um, It's just these thoughts get put in your head. So then, or maybe you see it, like see the post about waking up early and you don't even think anything of it, but then it's still in the back of your mind. So then all of a sudden when you're waking up at 9 a.m., you feel guilty and you don't even know where it came from. That's kind of with programming too. Like you have no idea sometimes why you're feeling these certain emotions 
and all of a sudden you do. So that's just kind of like my intro spiel on matrix and programming. And I'm going to talk about it more in further episodes and kind of break it down a little bit more to kind of, um, because it's kind of like once you start seeing where these thoughts come from, like once you start becoming more aware and paying attention to how negative influences are all around us right now in society, like on the news or even just in songs, like I feel like there's so much just like negativity that we don't even consciously pick up on, but our subconscious is taking in all of this information and it's making us feel all these bad emotions when really we're here just to feel love and compassion for people and ourselves especially. Um, We're not here to hate. We're here to love. All love. So another thing I want to talk about real quick in this episode is the differences between 3D, 4D, and 5D reality because I know I've mentioned 3D reality a few times. So what these different realities are is your level of consciousness. So we have it on a personal level and then we also have it on a collective level, okay? So like as the world the world as a whole or the country as a whole, we have these different levels of consciousness. So 3D level of consciousness is more where you perceive life, like you go through life with your five senses and you pretty much just, hold on, let me, I found an article that kind of explains it a little bit better than what might come out of my mouth. So hold on, let me Google this real quick. I think I actually saved it. So yeah, so 3D, 4D, 5D, it's your level of consciousness. And you can go back and forth between like 3 and 4D or 4 and 5D. Um, You don't get necessarily stuck in one level of consciousness, but the, not the goal, but it's the higher level of consciousness that you get to, the more free you feel, essentially. So 3D consciousness, um, like I said, you're living through your five senses and you're kind of just like in this physical state. So you see more, like life is seen more as competition almost like it's not like you okay when I say you I'm not necessarily like calling out anybody but I'm just gonna say you so you view life more as like a competition like there's not enough in the world for everybody to succeed it's either like I win or this person's wins but we can't both win and life is seen more as good or bad okay like any situation Oh, it's your brain takes it as this is good, this is bad, and it files it accordingly. When and the a big example with that that keeps coming to my mind is rain. So like it rains. Maybe you don't particularly like being out in the rain and getting rained on. So you see the rain as a bad thing. So like if you wake up in the morning and you see it's raining, maybe it's automatically a bad day for you because it's raining. So you see the rain as bad. <laughs> But on the other hand, it could be, there could be a farmer in your town who maybe it's been a dry season and it's raining and now all of a sudden his crops are getting helped. And so he sees the rain as a good thing. So he sees rain as good. You're over here seeing rain as bad. 
when essentially rain is just rain. It's just, it's there. It's not a good or bad thing until you perceive it as a good or bad thing. And I think that's like a Benjamin Franklin quote, actually. It's, um, there's no such thing as good or bad. It's the thought that makes it so. So that's what 3D is, though. So you're seeing things as good or bad. And you are in this zone. Let's go with zone. So you're in this zone where you don't believe in the power of your thoughts or the power of your words. So you think that it's kind of like the easiest way for me to put it is like going through life the hardest way possible. So you don't believe in the power of your thoughts. Um, And that's kind of like where law of attraction comes in. Like what you put out there, what you want, it's yours. And you just emit that energy and that energy comes back to you. But in the 3D reality, you don't even believe that's a thing. You think the law of attraction is stupid, made up, magic, witchcraft, whatever. I've heard all different types of words describing it when really it's just energy. Whatever energy you put out, you get back. But with 3D reality, you don't believe that at all. So maybe that's not even in your vocab at all because you never even heard of law of attraction or manifestation. Um, And like the 3D reality isn't like you're living in hell, essentially. It's just you're because you do perceive joy. You do get happy in it. But there's also in the 3D reality a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. And um, you're more inclined to go through pain and suffering and stay stuck there rather than keep going back to joy. So also in the 3D reality, um, like like I said, with the thoughts, you don't believe in the power of them. You don't see a desire to go within, to meditate, to work on yourself at all, to heal any parts of you from any point of your life that may be causing you pain and suffering right now. Like you don't even even take in like going within as an option because it might not even be in your mind to think of it as an option. So that's 3D reality. So let's go into 4D reality. So 4D reality is like a step up kind of from 3D reality. And when you're in 4D, you can go back to the 3D state. Like I said, it's more lucid. It's not like you're concrete or you can go up to the 5D. And with 4D reality, you kind of start opening up a little bit more and you kind of start getting to the idea that we are all connected on this earth. Um, That's even where kind of like that seven degrees of separation comes in. I think that's where like you always know someone through someone else. That's kind of like the seven degrees of separation, I think. Um, But you see how like everything's kind of connected. Like we you see more of like synchronicities and things just kind of click a little bit more. And sometimes you don't even know why they're clicking, but you just feel like a click happening in your brain and just like connection. Um, So you also start seeing your thoughts kind of how they can shift our reality. So that's kind of like where I know when social media goes around a lot, like think happy thoughts and I'm not here to be like some cliche, inspirational person because that's just never been my personality, but it really is like, think happy thoughts. (laughs) Sorry if that sounds super, I don't even know douchey comes to mind, but it's not douchey. We're just going to move on from this. Um, But like, think happy thoughts, kind of like, so you start seeing is like, the more you're in a good mood, the more 
you don't really let things bother you or you kind of brush things off more, the easier it is to get over whatever situation you're trying to get over. Or yeah, like things are just, things work out a little bit better for you because you don't really get stuck as much in the bad thoughts. Yeah, like you just see the power of your thoughts or more like um, you notice on the days where you wake up and you just feel happier, you feel more grateful, like you really enjoy your cup of coffee or your breakfast before work, and then you end up having a good day at work. Um, you Maybe you had a really good conversation, or maybe you got asked out on a date, or maybe you went on a date and it went really well. Like, you just stay in this flow of happiness, and sometimes, it may take a little bit, um, I mean, everyone's different, but then your brain will start associating these good feelings with these good things happening, and that's kind of like how you get the ball rolling a little bit, like, oh, Okay. I was happy. Happy things happened to me. So, and then it keeps going forward. And also with 40 reality, there's kind of more of a openness to meditation, to health, to diet, to exercise. You start paying more attention kind of on what you're putting into your body, how you're treating your body. Um, And this could be even subconsciously you're doing it. Um, Maybe you start craving more vegetables and water and you have less of a desire maybe to like drink alcohol or whatever drink less soda I don't know Um, but there's just more of an openness to your health and to meditation and inner work and maybe you all of a sudden have like a random desire to start journaling which is a really good form of inner work so there's just more of a desire to get back to yourself kind of, put yourself in like this happy state mentally, physically, emotionally. And maybe you start, this is where you, um, this state where you start feeling like maybe there's more, you're meant to be doing more or you're meant to be doing something that like with a job, maybe that makes you totally happy, that helps other people. Like maybe you start realizing like, oh, okay, my job isn't really, doesn't really do anything for me. Like I'm here um, living my life, but I'm here kind of living for the weekends. And then you start to kind of notice that more and more. We're like, I shouldn't be just living for the weekends. I should be enjoying every day. I shouldn't be unhappy Monday through Friday, stressing out all day Sunday because of my job. So it's just like these thoughts start coming to you more and more. And that's, that's a good thing because you have more of a desire to make yourself happy. So that's where we get into 5D state. So when you go in 5D state, you switch back and forth between like 4 and 5, but you don't really go back to 3D at all. So you're just kind of like lucidly going through 4 and 5D, which is fine. That's totally normal. Like there's ups and downs to everything, but you don't go back to 3D at all. I mean, you could, but I, I just feel like it's like way harder to go back to 3D reality from 5. So in 5D reality you start realizing how we are all connected on earth, um, how other people in our lives are kind of a projection of the level that we're at. Um, And I know that probably sounds like totally crazy and out there. So let me try and figure out how to make it a little bit more down to earth. (laughs) Um, Okay, here we go. So Maybe, so you realize the 40 reality, you got to, okay, I want to be happy. I like the feeling of happy. I like the things that come to me with happy. So in 5D reality, you see how the people in your life 
are a reflection of your vibration, essentially. So when you're at this happy vibration, you are just out here living your best life and being happy and pretty much emitting love. Like you're just sending out love to people. Like you're not really, you don't really get offended by things. You're not out here spending hate, spreading hate, not spending it. You're spreading hate. And so whatever energy you're putting out there, you're going to attract those types of people into your life. So this is where you realize like, okay, I'm super happy. I find that in my life, I have a lot more people who are, have a positive outlook on life, who have, um, who are happy, who help me, who help me grow. They don't judge me. Um, they just show me love. And I mean, it's not like it's 24 seven that you're going to be totally happy, but it's like the general theme is, okay, I'm happy. The people in my life bring me happiness and joy. You're not really surrounded anymore by people who aren't on your level. Because if you're vibrating or emitting this happy energy, you're not really going to attract anybody into your life who is stuck in a negative cycle of thinking. Um, That's kind of deals with like the law of attraction. Like these people aren't going to enter your life at all. And that's why kind of like when you get started on a spiritual journey, you see, maybe you see or don't see, but for me personally, like I would see a lot of posts about how the universe just like clears house on your life. And I've even seen it in my own personal life where people that I would associate with maybe who would kind of just bring me pain or put me through like emotional roller coasters, they're not really in my life anymore. And it's not necessarily like the universe clears house and makes you have fights with all these people. It's kind of just like you just slowly stop communication with them. So that's something that I I got scared of for a while, honestly, because I'm not a confrontational person. I've never been a confrontational person. And I would see all these posts online about the universe clearing house and taking all these people out of your life. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get in a fight with all these, all these people? Like what's going to happen? Um, but no, it's not as dramatic as uh, the internet made it sound. So don't be scared because I was scared. So you don't have to be scared because <laughs> I was scared for you. So now that we're past that. Um, but anyways, the universe isn't going to really put negative people in your life. And a cool thing that I've even noticed uh, recently is uh, when I'm talking to people and it could be people that like in the past maybe brought up more negative things and uh, they're all of a sudden just talking about happy things or like positive things and like really negativity doesn't get brought into your your zone at all and that's a really cool thing I mean like I'm not saying that you're going to totally avoid negativity all the time which that's not the case but you'll notice more and more in like uh your your everyday life um everyday conversations that negativity just really isn't a thing for you and negativity just isn't in your life and it's really cool because uh I I remember one conversation I was having recently and uh we were talking and it's someone who would kind of like bring up negative things and we were talking and all of a sudden like she starts talking about just positive things they were like not even complimenting just like positive things going on in life. She was talking about 
outside perspectives almost. And you could even tell she didn't fully know or believe what she was saying. She kind of said it was like, what the fuck did I just say? And like, you could see it like register in her eyes. And it's like, what? But that's kind of like how the universe delivers with that energy. It You're putting out a happy vibe, a happy energy. And people, the universe gives it back to you through other people, through situations that happen in your life. Even if the people have no idea what the hell they're talking about, they're, they're talking about positive things. And that's kind of like where the second part of this podcast comes in, uh, like the magic part. So like we're going from matrix to magic. So we're going from unprogramming. Well, we're going essentially from the matrix society, that programming to the magic of, their, of our life or the magic of this universe. So the more we get into this like 3D, 4D, 5D states of consciousness, that's when we get to more magic. And that's even, um, I don't know if you heard about that like great shift or that great awakening that happened um, December 21st, I think it was. Back in December, um, there's this like uh, all over Instagram and social media was uh, saying how we're going through this shift and the media so not even really the media, social media made it sound like it was a lot scarier than it was or that it was going to be a lot scarier than it was. I even saw, I think it was like a TikTok recently. And it was kind of like, did you know that back in December, we shifted realities and the way that it's explained isn't necessarily the way how it is. It's not like you're shifting. It's not like as a whole earth, we are jumping into this new reality. It's a state of consciousness. So that's something that I wanted to clarify a little bit. We're not, you know, jumping realities. We're jumping states of consciousness. So we, what happened was we did collectively. So this is like as a collective jump from a 3D state of consciousness to a 4D state of consciousness. And it's kind of cool. I mean, I feel like we've been going through it a little bit for a while, but um, the way like the way the planets lined up I honestly didn't fully research it too much but from my understanding my findings um, it's kind of like the way the planets shifted and the way the planets lined up it makes it a lot easier for people to go into these higher states of consciousness collectively and individually so that's where like even people, it could be people in your daily life or you're just seeing it more and more on social media. People are having more spiritual awakenings. People are meditating more. People are doing yoga more. Um, that's that shift into 4D consciousness or even 5D consciousness for some people. And um, even like on the news, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to watch the news, but like maybe like globally. No, Inter- no, not internationally either. What the... Um, uh, I don't know the word for it, just more all around, maybe. <laughs> People are just meditating more. Um, a lot of times on social media, I see more and more group meditations to raise the level of the collective, which uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I'll talk about that in another episode, like the collective versus your personal energy. But yeah, just you see more and more, we are shifting into higher states of consciousness as a collective. So um, that's where it's kind of cool, too, because I feel like more and more people are open to receiving the magic in life. That's where I was going with this matrix magic. So people are going more from a matrix program to society. Maybe, too, you notice more and more people are quitting their corporate jobs or 
quitting just things that aren't making them happy anymore. Maybe like it's a relationship that they were just stuck in because their brain is used to this emotional roller coaster that our brains do get addicted to. And uh, they're just doing their own thing. And maybe they're traveling more. Um, My mom is into RVing and camping. And she even said, I think it was like a 2021, I think it is. They're expecting it to be like the biggest year for campers so far. And more and more people are selling their houses or like uh, going to RVing full time and just traveling around, which is cool. I feel like uh, as humans, that's kind of what our human experience is supposed to be. Um, We're only on earth for a short amount of time. And uh, we're here to give love, help other people and explore around this planet. Uh, We're not here to just be stuck and unhappy every day because when you look at it, we honestly don't have that many years here. Like, yeah, 100 years or whatever the, I don't think our average age is 100 years right now, but somewhere in the 80s maybe. But like, yeah, 80 years it may sound like a long time, but it's really not. And um, why not spend those 80 years or whatever we get exploring around and open, being open to magic? Like what's the, that's like something that always has been uh, coming into my mind a lot. Like, Sometimes like there's some people that they maybe like I'll bring up meditation or something or I'll bring up manifestation or the planets. That's a big one that triggers people. Astrology. Um, I'll bring it up all of a sudden. It's I don't believe in that. Like, okay. I mean, honestly, believe in whatever you want to believe. But like we're only here for a short amount of time. Why not explore these different ideas and theories and magic and see what you find? Because you might find something totally freaking cool that changes your life like just be open like just be receptive to new ideas and that's kind of like getting out of the matrix like just being open to outside things that growing up you it's it wasn't a thing to learn about meditation and now all of a sudden meditation's all around like why not try it who knows maybe it'll help you maybe it'll help you uh be happier in your day-to-day let's talk about magic a little bit more because you know it is half of the podcast matrix to magic so Some of the stuff that I'm about to talk about, um, I know it probably sounds like really out there. And like I was just saying, it's probably something you maybe have never even heard of before. And you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Who am I listening to? Who am I friends with? Um, But, you know, let's just be open to ideas. And uh, I just think it's so cool learning about this whole other side to earth and to the universe that we're not used to hearing about. And because... For me, honestly, like when I first started learning about some of the stuff, like I never really thought anything was really like so out there and so weird that I don't even want to associate with it. I was just kind of like interested in it. And I found the more I learned, the more things in my life, like random shit in my life just clicked for me and things just made so much more sense. So that's kind of like what also another reason I wanted to start this podcast is like just to help you um, or help people kind of like have things click for them and like and not inspire because you know um help people be open to discovering more about themselves and helping them maybe learn more about them and what makes them happy and uh living living their own lives being magical and shit so when okay like i said this may sound totally out there but you know just stick with me because you never know what might click for you okay so um Essentially, when you first come to Earth, 
Um, like before you come down, um, actually, I feel like I should talk about our soul first. So we are a soul. So we are a multidimensional, a spiritual being currently having a human experience. So I think I mentioned like human experience one or two times already, but that's essentially what we hear. We are here on earth school for. We are having a human experience. So your soul has lived thousands and thousands of lives all throughout um, different planets, different galaxies, like maybe not even on earth the whole time. And when you come to earth and from what I've been finding, it's not hard to come to earth, but it's kind of hard to come to earth. And especially I think right now, like I think we are actually really lucky to be living on earth at the time that we are, even though I know there's like a lot of bad things going on out in the world, like it it is a scary time to be on earth, but I think overall, um, with the great shift, the shift from 3D to 4D consciousness, I think that it kind of was hard to come down here at to like get your spot at this time. So if you're listening to this, you're you're you got your spot, you reserved your seat, so good job. Um, but essentially before you came down, your soul signs this contract. It's kind of like your your soul contract. So your soul contract here on earth is to maybe learn certain lessons or maybe make up for something that you did in a past life. So um, I do want to make a whole episode about that, about like karma and stuff, about how karma affects us in our life. And we could be healing past karma from shit that we've done in a previous life that may not seem fair to us in this life, but it's kind of just the universe balancing out that energy. So like maybe you did something really bad, you put negative energy into that world and then you died in that life and now you're in this life and that energy is coming back to you to restore the balance that you fucked up. So that's essentially what karma is. And I know some things like some things don't seem fair to us that happen, but there is a bigger plan on it. Uh, I'm not going to get really deep into that right now. But anyways, so you have lessons that you signed to learn during the specific lifetime um, and certain kind of like goals for yourself and like your soul purpose or your life purpose. So you came down here to do something specific. Um, maybe you came down here to raise a family and have a really happy family and you're fulfilling, maybe you're fulfilling that purpose and it just makes you totally happy like being a parent and that could have been your sole purpose. Like it doesn't have to be something totally deep or something really out there. Like uh, maybe your sole purpose is to move to a jungle and live off the land and be be off the grid. Maybe that is your sole purpose. Um, but the cool thing is you will be attracted to it kind of. So Maybe if that say living in the jungle is your sole purpose or your life purpose, you'll always kind of like maybe have that in you. We're like, oh, it'd be cool to travel to this rainforest or this jungle. I've always wanted to go. And then maybe when you go, it's like, oh, this is so cool here. Like, I love this little village that I'm staying in or whatever. And like, it just makes more and more sense for you as you're doing it. Like, you're never really going to have a from what I've been seeing and reading, you're never really going to have a life purpose that's totally out there that you wouldn't be happy doing. You're always going to be totally happy doing it. The thing about Earth, when you come to Earth, so when you're born into human form, so like when you're born, born when you're born on Earth, you're born with amnesia. Like you are born forgetting your life purpose, and that's kind of like the game of coming to Earth. Um, I really see Earth, like coming to Earth, Earth school, as kind of like a game, and. 
So you're born forgetting this. So you're born into like our simulation, our video game. You're born into this society that has programming, that has an ego part of your mind because egos are only in humans, like in your soul and other planets and stuff. They don't really have deal with ego. So you're born with an ego mind. And I mean, the ego does help with survival. Um, I think the ego is essential for humans, but you're born into this because the ego also gets fed with maybe like um, anger or arrogance. And the more you feed your the ego of arrogance or greed or whatever it is, the harder it gets to, or the harder it is to come back to the magic. Okay. So I don't know. I think that makes sense. Um, so yeah, but you're born into this society, this life that has programming, that has the ego. And what sucks kind of is the more you give into programming and the more you believe it and believe that this is the only way we, there's, there's no such thing as whatever magic astrology planets, there's no such thing as that. The more you give into that and that's not strict way of thinking, but kind of strict way of thinking, the harder and harder it is to get back to your life purpose, to get back to what's going to make you happy, to get back to magic, whatever. Once you start kind of like separating yourself from your ego, from your from programming, once you start kind of like acknowledging it, it gets easier and easier to kind of break away from. And once you start kind of like undoing that programming, just getting rid of it that you've been taught, like your whole life, I mean, like everyone goes through it. Everyone has to deal with it. The more you're getting out of the human experience then, like maybe like the more you undo this programming, the more then you find like, oh shit, maybe I'm one of those people that's supposed to live in an RV, travel around. And then you're experiencing, all, you're meeting all these new people, you're driving around the country, maybe you're traveling to different countries and driving around there and you're just getting so much more out. Like you get to see so many cool things and you're not necessarily stuck in your hometown where maybe you weren't happy being. Maybe some people were supposed to come here and just live in their hometown and be totally happy. That's fine. The more you just get out of your human experience, the more you just feel content being happy doing what you're doing. Or if you have a desire to go do something, you're content following that desire. Like whatever's out there, I know it's going to work out for me. I'm going for it. And more of the magic that comes in is kind of like the universe is here to help you out along the way. Like the universe is not against you at all. Even with like negative karma, that's not the universe against you. That's just the universe restoring balance that you fucked up. Um... It's not, the universe will never create anything negative in your life unless it's restoring karma, kind of, uh, if that makes sense. I mean, like, karma isn't as as really scary as it sounds. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, karma's just not as scary as it sounds. But anyways, once you start kind of, like, allowing the universe to help you out, um, that's kind of, like, where law of attraction comes in and more and more people are posting about law of attraction and manifesting what they want. The more you just allow the universe to kind of do its thing and help you out, you're putting that good thought, that love out there, the good energy, and the universe is going to send that energy right back to you. That's why um, with this 4D shift in consciousness as a collective, we are able to manifest so much quicker. We are able to, our energy is being reciprocated, English, sorry, Um, our energy is just being reciprocated a lot quicker. So that's why it's kind of cool. Even if you like search on YouTube or TikTok or whatever right now. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, manifestation and manifestation tips and law of attraction tips are going to be so much more prominent than even they were last year. 
And that's kind of cool because it's showing. I mean, those tips are showing you how to let the universe kind of help you out. And the universe is on your side. So like, if you're, why go through life with just your five senses, like the hard way, trying to figure things out by trial and error? Why not let the universe kind of step in and make life a little bit easier for you? And uh, one of the ways that the universe does this is um, it communicates with you. So it communicates messages, uh, signs, and synchronicities to you. Um, And when you're in that like 3D state of consciousness, you just see things as a coincidence, kind of. Yeah, I think coincidence is the right word. Like you just like, you see, I don't know, maybe a person that you were thinking about that morning that you haven't thought about in a while and you see them that day or they reach out to you that day. And you just see it as a coincidence. But really, that's the universe sending you some type of message. And however that message comes to you, however it resonates with you, that's what it's trying to tell you. But like a big one that people see, the easiest way for the universe to start communicating with you is by numbers and synchronicities. So that could be (coughs) like we all know 11-11. Like I remember I used to say like 11-11, make a wish because it's all ones or just even 1-1-1. And uh, that's the universe sending you a message. You you were supposed to see that when you did. And a lot of times, like the numbers, they're called angel numbers. And they're really cool uh, once you start looking them up. Even uh, my one friend, she was telling me about how she's been seeing number fours all the time. And um, it like 444 keeps coming up or even just the number four. Or it's like March 4th and she saw the clock at 4 p.m. or 4.44 p.m. Um, even yesterday I was driving and I saw... Uh, it was 44 degrees at 4.44 p.m. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to her. But that's the universe sending you a message. So they're called angel numbers. And essentially what they are is they all mean different things. And the universe, it's a, a specific message from the universe that they want you to receive at that time. So for number four um, or 444, the angel number means protection. So essentially, you're being protected by the universe or whatever you believe in. If you believe in guides and angels, um, that's something I believe in. So I believe it's like my guides right now protecting me. Um, Maybe, and it could be spiritual protection that you don't even know about. Um, It could be protection. I was driving when I saw it, so it could have been they were protecting me while I was driving. And uh, it was just, it's like comforting once you start learning about these messages because the universe is never going to send you like a bad or scary message. Um, that's a whole whole different thing. And um, yeah, you're not really going to, you're never actually going to get like bad messages or like don't ever be scared to like look up an angel number. Even like 666, it doesn't even mean what you think it means. It does not mean the devil or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, don't be scared of any numbers you see, especially if you see 666. Trust me. Like it's a good thing. Um, anyways, so you're seeing 1111. So maybe, um, maybe you see, you keep seeing personally like the number five. And, um, I, I personally see a lot of these messages when I'm driving. Um, I'll like, my eyes will just be drawn to a license plate or my eyes will be drawn to a specific like speed limit sign or, uh, something I'm listening to a song and I happen to glance down and it's a certain number on the time left or time there. Whatever my eyes glance to is what I'm meant to see. As you're seeing this number, maybe like, it's kind of like, I'm going to give you a homework right now. So let's do our homework or let me give you your homework assignment. So maybe for like the next day or two, see if there's any numbers or synchronicities 
that you notice. So like maybe you do keep seeing the number one everywhere or you keep seeing the number five. Like you are meant to see these numbers. So maybe, okay, let's say for instance, you keep seeing the number five or 55 or 555 everywhere you go. And this number just keeps standing out to you. Google angel number five or angel number 55, um, whatever number you see and Google that angel number and see that's a message from the universe. And the more it's kind of cool because like the universe will send these to you all the time. It's at your level of receiving them. So the easiest way for the universe to communicate is numbers, like I said. So the more you notice these numbers and the more you research, not research, but like look them up and see what they're trying to say, the more the universe is going to communicate with you and the more they're going to send you signs that are essentially to help you out. Um, I think like one of the first signs I got, I think it was the number five. And let me actually look up what angel number five means. Because I remember it was something kind of strict. And I was like, you know what? What the heck? But it ended up helping me out. Um, so when I Google it now, it doesn't um, have the message I've seen. And another cool thing that I've found um, and that I've actually heard from a few different people the universe knows how you're going to look up the message. So they know if you're going to go to Google, they know if maybe you're going to go to Barnes and Noble and get a book on angel numbers. They know exactly what you're going to do to look up these signs that you get. So whatever you're, whatever the first way or whatever the way that you look up these numbers is how you're meant to see them. So because I know I just Googled angel number five now and it is a totally different message than when I Googled angel number five a few months ago, I think it was. And that's what's really cool. So like right now, angel number five means um, huge changes are about to unfold in your life. If you keep seeing the angel number five, it means that changes have already started happening or there are more to come in the next few days. And that, I mean, just resonates immediately because I'm doing this as I'm filming a podcast. So that is a big change for me because I'm not used to doing this and it's a new thing in my life. So that's what's kind of cool. Angel numbers, they're here to help you out. They're here to just kind of like give you a message like, hey, you're doing something right. Or hey, maybe be a little bit more open. Or I mean, there's so many out there. It's whatever you need to see, they're here to help you out. But what I was going with earlier, earlier as in like two minutes ago, um, the more you pick up on these signs and the more you look them up, they're, you're kind of like acknowledging to the universe like, okay, I see you. I acknowledge this. Send me more. So the more you pick up on them, the more you're open to receiving them. Even if like you don't believe in, I don't even know, like a lot of times when people hear angels, they hear all, they think all of a sudden um, like religion and they don't want to get into any type of religious thing, but that's, this isn't a religious thing. So if you're hearing an angel and all of a sudden you got deterred because you don't want to believe in a religion or whatever, um, it's not a religious thing. So don't, don't think it is. Um. Yeah, I felt like I needed to say that. But anyways, yeah. So like the more you're receiving these angel numbers or these numbers, um, they're going to keep they're going to keep sending them to you. Um, a big way that I get communicated with is through songs. I remember <laughs> it was a few months ago. I was having terrible nightmares, uh, like really, really bad nightmares. And uh, it was probably like one of the scariest things I've ever went through in my life. And I randomly woke up with this one song in my head. And it was a song that I heard maybe like a few days before that for the first time ever. And it was a song I only knew the chorus to. 
So I woke up with these this chorus in my head and I I just knew to look up the lyrics like that's the thing too when you get a message you're going to know what to do. So I just knew to look up the lyrics. And I know that sounds really crazy like you'll know what to do but you you will. Don't stress about it. You'll always know what to do. And so I looked up the lyrics to this song and the lyric was don't worry about the nightmares that you're always going to wake up. And that is what kind of like made everything click for me. Like oh shit. Like, yeah, I am getting communicated to. Like, I don't have to be scared. And honestly, that made me stop being scared of having nightmares. And I stopped having nightmares because my fear was feeding into the nightmares. Uh, like, I was terrified to go to bed for a long time. I would wake up and literally uh, put Barbie Dreamhouse on. And I lived alone, and which didn't help. And I was just, you know, terrified. So, yeah, besides Barbie Dreamhouse helping me out, the... The guides, the universe was here helping me out, saying, you're always going to wake up. Like, stop worrying. Stop worrying about these nightmares. And then went away. So that's kind of uh, where the magic of the universe comes in. It pretty much just keep living through love. Keep believing in magic. And the uh, universe is always going to help you out. And one more way I kind of want to end with, um, with the way the universe helps out, is through, I mean, through everything. But here's kind of an example that may be more relatable so say you're driving to work and a road that you normally take is closed. So you have to take a detour. But on your detour that you're taking, you drive past the dry cleaners and you are like, oh, oh shit, I have clothes there I need to pick up. So it kind of like reminds you that like if you would have went your normal route to work, you would have totally forgot about your clothes or you would have remembered them like a few days later. And that's another sign from the universe. And that's kind of like where 3D reality comes in versus 4 and 5D reality. So 3D reality, you would have been pissed that your normal route is closed and you had to take a detour. But 4D reality opens you up like, all right, whatever. This is it's happening. The road's closed. What am I going to do about it? There's no point in complaining. It's not going to open the road right now. So then you take this detour and you're then you see like, oh, shit, my dry cleaners. I need to go pick up my clothes or I need to drop my clothes off that are in my trunk. Whatever. That's the universe showing you a sign. I mean, it just knows, just knows and it's here to help you out. So yeah, that's, uh, that's all I really wanted to talk about today. thought this was going to be a lot shorter than it ended up being. So if you're still listening, thanks for being a real one. Still listening (laughs) now or later. Um, but yeah, so I kind of wanted to make this episode as like a, just a, an introduction to what this podcast or the, the, the theme of this podcast, maybe, um, but like I said, we're going to be talking about a lot of a lot of out there things, a lot of random things, a lot of spiritual things, whatever. But I kind of want to bring it more of like a down-to-earth perspective a little bit. And um, yeah, talking about out of... I was trying to think of something clever, but I can't think of something clever all the top of my head right now. I was going to say like out-of-earth experiences, bringing them down to earth. I don't think that's working. So we're, I'm going to keep thinking of it. But anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging. And uh, you can always reach out to me if you have any questions or if you want to share an experience, if you want me to share any of your experiences on the episodes, just DM me. My Instagram name is something Cassandra. And uh, I'll have that linked in the show notes and whatever down below. I will have that. So you can always reach out if you want me to share anything, if you want to share an experience, if you want to tell me an experience that you don't want me to share. Or if you want to have ask any questions, whatever. My DMs are open. My messages are open. And I also have my email uh, linked 
down below. I believe it's uh, matrix to magic podcast at gmail.com. So you can always email me as well. And I will email you back. So yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys all have a great day, great night, wherever you're, whatever time you're listening. And um, just remember, if you want, if you want to sleep in tomorrow, you can. Don't be ashamed of it. Okay. So yeah, have a good day.